Welcome everyone to the Modern Day Overthinker Podcast. My name is Colin and I'm your host. This week's episode, tonight's episode, today's episode, whenever you are listening to this episode, is with Johnny Tuesday, a local QC underground legend himself. We talked about his new lifestyle changes that he has implemented and he is trying to live a more sober lifestyle. We talked about that quite a bit. And we also discussed a few other things, such as being an entertainer and entertaining after you've gone through something or if you're just having a bad day. We also got into talking about substance abuse in general and his battle with nicotine and quitting cigarettes, which I've heard from multiple people is very difficult to do, and losing control and the fear of losing control when it comes to substances. So there's more to that. Also, disclaimer, if you're someone who does not like the use of drugs in any form and don't like hearing about it, there was some discussion of psychedelics and also psychedelics in the realm of mental health as well because there has been studies in regards to certain things such as mushrooms and ketamine and their benefits to certain mental health diagnoses. So, diagnoses, I should say. So, wanted to put that out there before you got any further. This is a great episode recorded on a Tuesday with my buddy Johnny Tuesday. This is episode number 69 of the Modern Day Overthinker podcast. <laughs> Of the Modern Day Overthinker podcast. My name is Colin and I'm your host. Today's episode is with Johnny Tuesday. Johnny, thank you for being here today on a Tuesday. Thanks, yeah. I was like, we got to record it on a Tuesday if we can. It just makes sense. Yeah. Well, Johnny, before we get started, uh, you're a man that does a lot as well, many hats. So it's better for you to introduce yourself and let people know. What you do, you're, from, are you originally, you're originally from around the Quad Cities, right? Yep. Uh, born and raised, uh, well, born in Davenport, but grew up in Long Grove, a little bit outside the Quad Cities. Okay. Which high school did you go to? North Scott. North Scott. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Good old North Scott. Didn't enjoy it. Uh, didn't enjoy it? No. No? no? It's, uh, well, I didn't enjoy high school at all. I didn't enjoy school at all. Me either. Yeah, I wasn't uh, a big, not a big school guy myself. It was uh, not exactly my, it was a very preppy class, and I was a, uh, Kind of a loner and kind of a weirdo, so didn't uh, quite jive with a lot of the, yeah, a lot of the people. So uh, we met from doing comedy, but I mean, obviously you do stand up as well, but you kind of jump around the entertainment scene a lot. Yeah. So you do a lot of stuff at Skellington Manor, right? Yep. Uh, started there about I want to say six, maybe seven years ago. Uh, just worked on the haunt. Scaring people, I love it. It's uh, kind of a form of therapy, I say, a lot of the time. It's uh, better than therapy, just uh, it's a release, uh, being able to scare people, and they love it too. So Yeah, that's what they're there for. Yeah, love doing it, and then uh, work uh, escape games there too. Okay, so Skeleton Manor, just to for people that aren't from the Quad Cities that listen, what all do they do at Skeleton Manor? It's a variety of things. Uh, yeah, event center. So we do uh, murder mystery dinners, um, the escape games, the haunt, and coming up, which we're getting kind of geared up for. Uh, weddings, quinceaneras, occasional one-off shows. Uh, several years back, I did like, it was called the Psychedelic Circus, which was a mixture of uh, like 10 EDM artists, three bands, uh, and like 10 burlesque dancers, something like that. And it was a huge little thing, and that was a blast. But uh, yeah. 
They do a little bit of everything there. Yeah, it seems like it's like they just max out whatever event they can do. Yep. Which is a good idea. I mean, if your event center, you shouldn't turn down anything for the most part. It's always uh, something fun. Yeah, it's always something interesting. Yeah. yeah, I've been to a wedding there, and I've also been to the haunted house that they do every year. So, oh, yeah, we switched a lot up. We switched the whole flow this year, added in, we redesigned countless rooms. Like, uh, I just came from there actually not too long ago, and uh, we're actually really excited because we added in so much stuff, and it's just going to be a different, whole different experience for people as far as the flow going through and stuff. So, do you help with the build too? Yep. Awesome. Yeah, we built. Uh, Actually, I helped a guy uh, build a house inside the house. So okay. It's a giant house. We our house in the middle of our house. It's, uh, <laughs> but we did that, and then um, I'm working on kind of redesigning my eyeball room right now, which is just a room kind of covered in eyeballs, googly eyes. Yeah. And uh, we're adding in a bunch of TVs, which um, are going to be stacked throughout the room with weird like like old TVs. On them. Yep, old like CRTV yeah. uh, type of thing. And I, what I want to do, really, if I have time, is make a what's called a Pepper's Ghost illusion. And uh, you put a TV where the monitor is facing up, or the screen, and then just put some, uh, like, let's say a snow globe on the top and a little piece of transparency paper on it. That'll just create a hologram right there of whatever's on the screen, as long as there's, like, a black or white background. I can't remember which. So I want to have uh, basically a bunch of floating eyeballs. Kind of oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. It'll uh, freak people out, I know that. That place has been better. I've only been there a couple of times, but it's enhanced every time. Yeah, we just had our uh, open house, so it's kind of like everybody, if you're new, can come in and uh, check out the place, go through a quick tour, and uh, we get some new people every year, so we're looking forward to gearing up. Like open house as far as new people that want to help, or yeah. like, okay, like yeah. I want to work there yep. for just the season or whatever? Yeah, usually it's, uh, we have, I want to say the cast varies between 50 to... 100 people give or take depending on each year you know availability and stuff not everybody can work every weekend um but we always you know we always need bodies because i only because i the people i know uh that have worked there they work there just for like very seasonally yeah um uh, like october ish yep. time and 90 percent, yeah, yeah would just be like it's a more of an independent contractor where it's just uh this you know couple weeks or whatever so but we always love having people because we're always looking for crafty people of any sort, whether they be uh, builders or seamstresses, because um, we're always looking for outfits, different things like that, and uh, craftier the better. And you've been doing that for you said seven years, about that. About uh, yeah, six or seven, somewhere around there. What were you? What were you doing before then? Before that, um, variety of things. So before that would be so I started at the Speakeasy. Oh, okay. Uh, doing lights yeah. and sound for Bottoms Up Burlesque about. It would have had been about 10, 11 years ago now, give or take. I uh, had didn't know anything about sound at all, uh, but they needed somebody. and uh, You were available? And I was a body. Yeah. And uh, never left. <laughs> like, uh, learned a shitload there just watching shows over the years. And uh, gradually started doing the drag shows, the comedy shows, uh, working sound and stuff for them. And uh, yeah, eventually just kind of moved on to... I do like trivia and uh, music bingo and stuff at places for another company, uh, Think and Drink Entertainment. Oh, yeah, to you and Elrod, right? Yep. Nice. Yeah, which uh, that's been a blast, too. Like, I love the place. Uh, it's a great place to work for, and it's it's a pretty cake gig, actually. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you got to be there and have fun. And say some stuff, have fun, make sure people are, you know. Having a good time and yeah. not cheating. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> something I didn't expect. How many people will cheat at trivia it's for like, like a, a $20 gift card. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're not... <laughs> this isn't life or death uh, type. And it's like people you wouldn't expect either. Like they'll be 70-year-old couple or I'll see them sneaking on their phone looking at each other like... What Come on. What yeah, that's doing? the thing with trivia now. Everybody has a phone so you gotta Dude, monitor the, the phone yeah, use. That and the Apple watches uh, get me because sometimes people can like... They'll, just, I'll be saying the same. question and then I'll be like... Yeah, yeah they'll record you. Yeah. Oh, man. So you've recently had some lifestyle changes that we wanted to talk about. Uh, so uh, recently, so are you currently sober or are you just kind of dabbling with the uh, cutting back on drinking or? I'm sober adjacent. Adjacent, okay. Um, like I've been toying with the idea of, so there's like uh, the sobriety model um, versus mm. the harm reduction. Yeah. Kind of. Yep. And I'm uh, kind of floating between that. Because initially I wanted to go 100% 
nothing completely sober. Yeah. Um, and that includes cigarettes, weed, alcohol, cocaine, which is the main things I do. Yeah. And um, since then, that was, let's see, I decided I was going to start on my birthday. And this is just a challenge to myself. I wanted to go about six months and uh, just to see. To see what happens. Yeah. And uh, since then, let's see, it's been about how many days? Uh, what's day, like the third? No, it's like the 17th. Okay, so over two weeks? About two weeks, yeah. Um, I did have one, like a cheat day, I guess we'll call it. Yeah. Because uh, I went up to uh, Des Moines for a concert and to Adventureland and stuff, so I'm not going to count that day. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, yeah, I, I did some stuff there. But uh, beyond that, it's been like a hand, like maybe two or three shots, um, zero drinks. Um, as far as cigarettes go, I cut down to, I was about a pack a day. Okay. And I would say about uh, overall, maybe a third or quarter pack a day, somewhere around there. Because um, initially I was doing none, but then my brain was like, Oh, yeah, that'll. Days, wah, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. So I needed something. Um, and cigarettes, cigarettes, I guess, is kind of the hardest one for me, at least for sure. How long have um, you been smoking cigarettes since you were a kid? Like teenager? Or? Probably, yeah, I would say about 16, 17, somewhere yeah, yeah. there, give or take. Yeah, but. Uh, and then like uh, maybe maybe a line or two, but other than that, I haven't done anything. Which, in comparison, those two weeks like I would have had. I think I saw a tally that you had up, <laughs> I'd, and I'd never tallied it up before. It didn't yeah. occur to me how much I you was were consuming. Doing, yeah, yeah, I would have been about you know thirty to fifty mixed drinks a week, uh, another twenty shots on top of that, probably an eighth of weed, uh, probably a good good at least a gram of coke um and then yeah at least a pack of cigarettes a day which once i added it up too that was like holy shit kind of an eye opener like i'm, I'm really doing that much <laughs> like why would i need, i shouldn't need that much to <laughs> live like yeah yeah or live but uh to enjoy myself to have fun but i don't really need any of it to have fun yeah yeah it uh, was kind of an eye opener definitely seeing seeing that list <laughs> yeah yeah when you put it in front of you and you're like oh okay that's a little excessive yeah 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 it's like okay uh i want to challenge myself cut back and see just for myself because uh i could see it developing into like where i'm on the line of if i'm drinking that much that's a fucking problem <laughs> yeah right? yeah but uh i don't want it to turn into a dependency a, issue yeah and it's I, like, I could see it heading that way, so I uh, want to stave that off as best I can. Yeah, if you can see the, the just the, right the downhill the slope <laughs> be before it happens, yeah. the earlier the better. Yeah, because hmm. uh, you don't need that. Some people always. I've heard a phrase that gets misused a lot is like you have to hit your, you have to hit your rock, you have to hit rock bottom. Like, well, technically. There's always lower. There's different levels of a bottom, if you want to put it that way. But sure. Yeah, I'd agree. Not everyone has to like be at the bottom, you know, under a bridge. <laughs> totally. You know, that's a big thing too. Like, what's going to work for one person? Exactly. Uh, complete abstinence versus harm reduction is not going to. Yeah, because there's some people like that. You know, I go to meetings, and not everybody's like this, but and I'm definitely not like this. Like, where like people think this is like the best solution. Like, yeah, it's the best solution for you. Exactly. Um, and I recommend I, people, you know, try whatever they want to try out. You know, sure. you know, not everything is going to be. The, there's a reason not everybody. The, there's not. There's a reason I I go to a meeting and it's not full every time I go. You know. Right. Well, there's multiple reasons. <laughs> there's, there's people who will who have a problem and they just won't go. Okay. And then there's people that other things work for them. Some people, you know, are just like, oh, I just can't drink. or And they can handle smoking weed every once in a while. Um, see, I wasn't that person. I just decided, you know, maybe, you know, in the back of my mind, I was like, maybe I could be that person, but... It was just easier for me to just to cut it all off. Um, the way I was living, I was just like, yeah, I just went the full, like, I'm done with it. It's a complete lifestyle change. Oh, yeah. 
And um, it was for multiple reasons. It was like, you know, the mental reasons uh, and also just like and the money, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> the money is, <laughs> yeah. was, the, was a big motivator. It's like, dude, you have nothing to show for the last I don't know how many years. Yep. That's been a recurring thought for myself, uh, which is uh, why, hey, it's expensive lifestyle, which uh, don't get me wrong. I love uh, I love having fun, um, but. It's uh, one of those things where it's always one more, one more. <laughs> yeah. Like once I get started, and uh, I can't be doing that anymore. Like, I want to have some money, have some uh, fun doing other things, which I'm seeing a lot more opportunities now to do that. Have you uh, started doing anything different, like, hobby-wise to, like, occupy your time? Um, I've been gaming a lot more. Okay. Um, which I used to do super often but uh kind of pc off or i wish i had a good uh, pc setup which i'll actually hopefully have the money to get one now yeah soon but uh no mainly uh xbox xbox okay yeah, yeah i used to play the last system i owned was a 360 and i had a couple of them break you know the red ring of death or whatever yeah, yeah, one of those. and then i was like i'm done I, uh, <laughs> and i just stopped gaming after that i'm one of those people where i, I like gaming too uh but I could use it as an escape as well. So you got to kind of like very true. Keep that on a cuz it's very I mean I mean it's fucking it's super fun. <laughs> like and but, it, but it's easy to sink into your t- it's it's easy time to just be like out. oh what happened the last 3 hours. Shit, 3 okay. <laughs> yeah, I should have gone to bed 2 hours ago. Yeah. But to be fair though, spending spending like uh, sixty bucks on a video game and uh, staying up playing that till three a.m. Oh yeah, buying the trade off. <laughs> the trade off. I'm yeah, for okay. sure, for sure. It's but got- it's uh, also very true. It does. It adds up to your time too, and it's escape to some degree from. Do you play games like online with other people, or do I you? Used to, uh, used to play a lot of online poker back in the day, and that okay. was the main one. Which uh, I still have a lot of friends from like a decade ago. Just online and stuff that I'll still hang out and do that occasionally, but for the most part, I play like uh, single player role playing games like you know Fallout and Oblivion or Skyrim and stuff like that. Okay, I used to play online poker a long time ago. Then there was like a huge like ban. Yeah, I think certain states too, but uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. what the rules are anymore. Cause I I talked to somebody else the other day. They're like, yeah, I've been playing online poker. I'm like, I didn't know you could play online poker anymore. Cause I used to like back when they had like Poker Stars and. Oh, yeah. No, I love it. We uh, played Full House Poker back in the day on Xbox all the time, and it was it wasn't actually real money. It was yeah, just, you know, fake money. But I made several fake billion dollars. <laughs> several fake billion dollars. <laughs> fake billionaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. Well, money isn't really anyway, so it's fine. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we could go down that rabbit hole if you wanted to. But uh, yeah, uh, another thing you wanted to talk about is, uh, which I can definitely relate to, is like being an entertainer and you know having you know off days where you're just not feeling it, you had something go on, or just you're just in a bad mood and you still have to like be there and show up and entertain and put on the, put on the mask or put on the face and do what you got to do. So describe what that's like with you. Like when you're trying to do, whether that's like an escape room or doing the haunted house or doing a dinner or whatever. Yeah. Cause most of my, uh, most of my gigs are dealing with the public for the most part are talking to people and uh, trying to get them hyped so when you're not hyped yourself it's very difficult oh yeah (laughs) i bombed the other day so yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay i'm I'm very familiar with that yeah Yeah. but once that uh once that initial if you're not feeling it it's so difficult um it makes me feel even worse actually sometimes having to fake that uh yeah because you feel like like kind of like but it's uh it's the job though i mean yeah it's uh it's what you're there to do you want to make sure everybody else is having fun but uh i don't know it's almost it's probably not very healthy to do that uh but then there's another way of looking at it where it's a fake it till you make it and uh yeah you're getting through it you're doing what you got to do so it's uh, i'm kind of on the fence as far as as far as my thoughts on what if it's good or bad i know i don't enjoy it but i don't i'm not often in a terrible mood but yeah, it happens. But it definitely happens. And uh, when that those days do come along, it's it's excruciating going through that. Because like, uh, I don't know about anybody else, but I feel like uh, it's 
probably people are super aware of it too because I'm not the same like uh, I'm usually pretty quiet anyway but I'm not uh, able to be as bubbly as uh, you know eh, you know whatever it might be and uh, it just kind of takes a toll a little bit some of the time would you say it's like a little bit of like depression or just like just overall just maybe just having a bad day a little of both probably yeah um, have you ever been diagnosed with anything or not really. Not really. I've never really gone to shit. I've been to doctor in a long time, <laughs> long time, <laughs> long time. Um, but yeah, I would say it's uh, probably a wave of depression, which I feel like comes. It's like the weather. Um, weather, yeah. You can't necessarily predict it, but you can say there's a certain percentage chance or that day I'm gonna be feeling uh, a little down. And uh, with the way things are already booked in advance and stuff, you don't know how you're gonna be feeling on any given day. So I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's difficult to say. Yeah, and then, I mean, obviously it's been, uh, the last year's been pretty rough on uh, many people within our community. Um, and with, uh, you know, with losing with losing Brad, and then obviously right after losing Brad, you had, the, you had everything going on at Skellington Manor at the same time, so that was kind of the... That was harsh. That um, was probably tough, and he was involved with that, so... Part of you was probably like he would have wanted you to do that. Exactly. Yeah. But. Because he would have. Then the other part's like, this still sucks. It's, again, it goes right back to what we were just talking yeah. about. It's hard to get in the mood when you're, <laughs> when you've had horrible shit happen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just recently. But uh, you, we, we got through it and he would have, without a doubt, wanted us to scare the shit out of you. Like he yeah. was always dropping people. At, he was usually at the very end of the haunt. I, and I remember kind of keep track of uh, how many people they dropped each year, and I know he would always just drop people to the ground constantly because like scare them so bad that they would just like fall yep. back. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because would he, he pop out? Yeah, and he's a huge he's, dude. Yeah, and he was all in his big clown get up, giant like hammer, and uh, he already had a big head anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, he was great at that. Like, I miss that stupid bastard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He uh yeah, he definitely went all out with that for sure. Um and he yeah, he went all out like with when he started doing comedy too, which was funny. Um He shocked me doing comedy. Uh, you didn't expect him to ever do it? I didn't well I didn't expect him to yeah, but I same with karaoke. Like uh he uh was resistant to that forever and then finally he did uh, get up and do it and he kicked out. He would always do uh uh, that's life. Right? Sinatra was one of the or my way, yeah. Oh my yeah, way by Sinatra. Yep, yep. That was one of his uh, biggest ones, and uh, he would kill it. And same with comedy. Like he shocked me. Like you don't see a lot of people go up the first time and do decent <laughs> or even great, even okay. But he did. <laughs> he did pretty fucking decent for his first yeah. time. I was like, damn. He came. He had a whole clipboard. He was all prepared and stuff. I was like, damn. Okay, he's taking it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah, it's it's crazy seeing people go up for the first time and just like I've seen co- people go up for the first time and just kill. I'm just like, man, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of hate them for it, and <laughs> at the same time, you're like, okay, it's it's you know, it's a it's a mixed feel, mixed emotions. Because <laughs> you're like, I've been doing this for like a year <laughs> or two. I've been it, um, but at the same time, it's like some people are just better at. And also, you know, beginner's luck. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Okay, that's very true too. Because I've yeah. seen those same people. They go up that first time, they kill it, and then and the then next their time, their head's all big. They're like, just "Oh, like, <laughs> I'm great!" And they come next time, you know, and it's like Humble. cricket, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it destroys them. You need that in comedy. <laughs> yeah, like I had that happen the other day. Like I was in Chicago, and I'd never perform. I didn't real. I didn't think about it until afterwards. But I went to an open mic where I knew no one. Didn't cool. go, I didn't go with anyone that I knew, which is cool, but I didn't realize how much pressure that put on me, uh, like yeah, thinking right. like, oh, I need to impress these people that I don't know. Yeah. I had that behind me, and then it was just like my timing was off, and I just, <laughs> I had a couple jokes land, but overall it was like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, but luckily I didn't go to Chicago just for that. Like I went to see my nephew, which was cool, yeah. and then that was just an added bonus, so I was like, oh, yeah. um, so it wasn't like a 
two and a half or three hour trip just to bomb. Just to, uh, that that would have hurt. <laughs> I've heard hard. people do. I've heard people do that. That's rough. I've seen people do. That. I've, I've done that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, ugh. But uh, as far as the withdrawals, were, we, you brought up withdrawals when we were talking earlier, and were you talking about from like from nicotine specifically, or from from drinking, or just nicotine? Like I've never had any real cravings for anything else like i never the only thing i'll do by myself is smoke cigarettes like i never drink alone i never uh, almost never well no i do smoke some pot uh alone but other than that i uh, i'm a social drinker social yeah smoker social snorter and um the withdrawals from cigarettes were definitely the worst like after like 48 to 72 hours something like that with zero cigarettes yeah my uh, head was like, I was describing it like it felt like an Ocean Gate submersible. Like it was starting to fucking pressure. What is okay. It? Were you like sweating and anything? Just, uh, just the headaches. Phys- oh, headache. Yeah. yeah. But then I tried to, I'm trying to like, for a while I was trying to Pavlov myself with uh, the most, the worst cigars I can find, like some black and mild. I'd go to the gas station and be like, hey, uh, give me your worst, your shittiest Cigar, black, mild, whatever you got. Whatever people don't buy, <laughs> what whatever sells the least, yeah. give me one of them. And uh, I'd go smoke it, and it'd be just so damn bad, but I'd force myself to smoke the whole thing just to start associating the just taste to and the, the smell. And yeah. The, like, yeah. And it did, uh, it was effective for a little bit. And I mainly did it just because I needed something to smoke to get rid of the, the headache from it. Yeah. And uh, the other ones, though, I think... I hadn't, I didn't have enough of a dependency or whatever where uh, I was mentally able to just say, you know, I don't really desire or need those things anymore. But the uh, nicotine, definitely physical uh, withdrawal. That, uh, ouch. <laughs> yeah, so I've uh, been smoking a little bit here and there as far as cigarettes, like a third of the pack, which uh, I need to, again, cut back on. But we'll see. That's honestly like very common uh even like i know people that have quit like hard drugs but the cigarettes it's or the vaping the legal shit uh, <laughs> it's weird it's it's just nicotine man it's so addictive yep. they've even said if i can't remember i've heard it say that it's like i've heard it said that it's, it's addictive as Heroin. That's I've heard that too many times, and I uh, and I believe it. I do talking too. to people. <laughs> yeah. I've never. Uh, I mean, the withdrawals probably aren't as bad. A couple times, but I've never. That was like a one-off once here and there, and it didn't really. Uh, I didn't enjoy it, but uh, cigarettes. Yeah, I cannot. Uh, can't quite knock it yet. Yeah, yeah but you're working on it, yeah. and you're aware of it. That's a good thing too. Definitely consciously, uh, I never. When you make a conscious choice to quit, that's another thing, too. I noticed when I uh, kind of started talking about quitting, talking about Sober Up, I noticed a lot of people had uh, also started messaging me, like, you know, I'm uh, proud of you and stuff, but also people that were smoking constantly or drinking constantly and stuff, they were also saying, you know, that's awesome. I'm uh, about to do that myself. And uh, it's kind of awesome. It's inspiring to kind of, uh, not inspiring, I don't know what the word is, but it feels nice to know that... Uh, you could be kind of a role model or kind of a... Yeah, it's motivation. Yeah. You said something uh, when you were messaging me about ideas. What do we want to talk about? You said something about negative, the negatives of it as well. As well, in addition to the... Po- well, not addition. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, as well as the positive. When you first quit and uh, you have a lot of people that are around that are doing the same things. Yeah. They're going to... Either be like, okay, that's awesome, I'm proud of you, or they're gonna be like, oh, you fucking pussy here, get a, yeah, get, get a drink, get a shot, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's <laughs> there's a lot more of those than I expected. Oh yeah, <laughs> like oh yeah, I didn't uh, quite realize, and it's not, uh, or it's, there's a lot of people that just you know didn't realize, and they'll offer me a drink, or whatever, and be like, no, no thanks, I'm good, and uh, they'll for the most part, people are pretty cool, but a lot of people they'll. Uh, you know, now let's have one more day. Let's go, you know, just one more day where we go all out and then be done. I'm like, the one more saying is so, <laughs> let's just be done. So common. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just be done today. It's, it's never, it's always one more. It's always, tomorrow never comes. <laughs> it's always yeah. going to be tomorrow. Like, so that, uh, 
that kind of shocked me a little bit. How much, how much people will not really be out to help you with that <laughs> because they don't want to lose their fucking party. They don't want to lose. Their, they don't want to lose their buddy. Yeah, I get it. It's not really and, necessarily them being bad people or anything. It's just like they, yeah. It's, and I'm not out there to judge, and like yeah. I, I love that's the thing. I love fucking drinking. I love I love doing coke. I love uh, smoking. Yeah. And uh, but I I need to make sure I'm in control of it and not the other way around. And that's yeah. kind of why the main thing I want to challenge myself here to quit for a while. Yeah, losing that control is scary, dude. <laughs> like I'll be so I know I needed to quit drinking. I don't know if I said this already, but I'll be like I'll get a ride home from JT. And uh, I'll message him, like, a couple minutes later, hey, I got home safe, not knowing he's the one to drop me off. <laughs> like, oh, so, man. So, yeah, that's that's a fucking problem. And he probably thought you were joking. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. he still tells us. <laughs> but I've done that with a couple people, and uh can't be doing that no more. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um... If I'm, yeah, I want to remember uh, more of my life when I'm forgetting. So. Yeah, blackouts... No, bueno, because I'll brown ounce, but yeah. once I drink, once I get past that, it's the shots that always get me. And then yeah. I go into, I don't know who that guy is. It's, uh, it's on me, but yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> Didn't, well, there was, I remember one time it was you and uh, I, I don't think he'll care if I mention his name, Andy. Yeah. And there was that night where <laughs> you guys got into a fight of some sort. <laughs> Yeah, and none of neither of you remember what exactly happened. So yeah, Bree was there too. Um, none of us do remember really what happened. Um, I mean, they told me some versions the next day or the days after, which uh, I don't know, because <laughs> like, Elrod came down like pissed at one point too. Cause yeah, he was asleep upstairs, and uh, there's a lot of we. I don't really know for sure. Um, so I'm gonna say whatever they we're doing uh, or saying is probably more likely the truth, but I got like several different conflicting versions of what happened. Um, so I don't really know for sure. And I don't want those that happen again. <laughs> like, ever. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, uh, if I don't know if uh, I'm losing control like that and I'm getting, I've never been a fighter. I've never been an angry drunk at all. Yeah. So for that to happen ever is, it's bizarre to me. Like, uh, it just confuses the shit out of me. It's like, if I could actually get to that point, I uh, I don't want to ever again because that's not, I'm not a violent person. <laughs> like, yeah, turning into someone that you're not is uh, very scary. Oh, yeah. Especially if you, when you're losing control and you, people have to tell you about what you did, you're like, oh. I woke up all bloody and I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. It's like, the best thing I remember, I was cooking, shit, I made like a pizza and like bacon and eggs made all kinds of food and shit it's like because i knew we were all fucked up and i needed to get them fed and really i just wanted them to leave so i could go to sleep yeah but, but then somehow we started fighting and i don't know fucking final yeah <laughs> so it's uh I'll, it's probably my fault i don't know what i did i probably said something shitty yeah i probably had it coming i honest. don't know i know andy too so it could be <laughs> it could have gone another way around i don't know we don't know. You guys both could have said <laughs> but, something. Shady. But we're all we were all good now, and because uh, like the days after, uh, we talked about it and shit. We actually it was a good little joking about it on stage. Mm -hmm. um, so that was fun. We yeah, because I think I saw you at a mic like the next day or a couple days after. Oh, I yeah, I really uh, messed up his elbow with my face. I really got, <laughs> really got it good. <laughs> I really messed that was up like his elbow with my face. Fucked it up bad with my eyeball. Oh man. So yeah, let's not do that again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Either sorry Andy or fuck you Andy, I'm not sure which. Not but. sure, yeah. <laughs> so we're just going to have to <laughs> chalk this up to a draw. Yep. Right. Yeah. That's my vote. I don't know how Andy feels, but I think we're about the same level. So how long have you been uh considering, you know, cutting back or doing this uh challenge for yourself? I've, uh, how long has it been lingering? A while. A while. Um, especially with my birthday. I just turned 39 on the okay. 4th of July. And uh, I always, I hate my birthdays. I've uh, never liked them until like the last few years. It's uh, There's just something about them that I never, 
I get go through a little depression, like uh, before yeah. I'm coming up. Not because of it's the Fourth of July, just because it's your birthday. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's uh, I don't know if it's a mortality thing or you know, oh. getting old thing or closer just, to the uh, grave that you know, yep, that, yep. Yeah. It's uh something like that, but I'll go through a little phase of that. And uh, as far as like times I've quit before, I've never really considered that I needed to quit drinking before or uh, quit doing other stuff because it was never really it wasn't affecting anything outside i was still you know getting to work doing my things and um as far as other stuff is pretty good but then um i don't know i just decided uh mainly i wanted to do it as a challenge because i've only really quit smoking cigarettes uh maybe two or three times and that lasted one time lasts about six months the other times maybe a couple months here and there mm-hmm and uh, the other things I've never really considered doing before, so I was like, you know what, let's try a little of everything at once and uh, see what happens. And uh, so, yeah, probably about, just because my birthday was coming up, I was like, man, fuck it, let's do something weird, let's try it, see what happens. Yeah, so you had that pivotal, pivotal, pivotal I can't speak when I say that word for some reason, um, that moment where you're just like, this date is a good way to start. You know, also a holiday, not only a holiday, but your birthday, but, and you were just like, huh, well. It was JT's birthday, because he's the fifth, so I was like, all right, well, we gotta wait till the fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, other than that, it's been, uh, I'm liking it, because I've, uh. You feel like more productive, or? Definitely. Like, I've been busy as shit lately, and that's another thing I noticed, I've been getting a lot more, uh, people just. And I, this could have been just, you know, coincidence, of course, too. But yeah. I noticed a lot more as far as getting messages saying, you know, hey, you want to go do this other stuff that's not related to going out drinking and stuff like that, which is awesome. So it's uh, kind of helping me fill in the blanks with different events, uh, going to concerts, stuff like that, that uh, where I don't need to be like in an either bar environment or wherever. Where I'm so has it been like shows or has it been what, what was the most random thing you've done like that you just got a message at it? Um, just to go up to Des Moines to, uh, buddy of mine had an extra VIP ticket. So we went up there to, uh, the dead South, which was an awesome show. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, to Adventureland where we just kind of chilled in the water park for most of the day, which was a blast. And, Love uh, water parks. Since I didn't, I was taking that as like a, let's, I'll call my sobriety, like coming on more of a diet, diet sobriety, sobriety yeah. light. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where uh, that day so, was my cheat day. <laughs> I wrote sober-ish on the board, which is a, <laughs> yep. a phrase I've heard a lot. I'm uh, definitely. It was your ish. cheat day. But, yeah, I'm sober passing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but but yeah, that was uh, so far. That's been it. But uh, other than that, I know I'm gonna go for a float down the river pretty soon. Uh, maybe some either kayaking or just you know inner tube type stuff. Um, Have you been um, in the past or? Just in, this, in general, an outdoorsy type of person, or I do love. Uh, well, I haven't had a chance to do it a lot because I'm always either working on uh, working a show or something. That's another thing. I can never go to other shows because I'm always working. A show yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I love either floating or uh, floating, swimming, water parks, camping, uh, just chilling out in nature. Especially mm-hmm. if uh, I'm doing some mushrooms. <laughs> like, big fan of mushrooms. Like, which that's not something. Uh, that's not something I would ever consider really quitting. Like, uh, I'd be fine microdosing those a little bit, but at this point, uh, acid though, I'm like, I got to plan the day ahead if I'm going to be doing it. Cause I know it's going to be a whole like ordeal. Yeah. But, uh, cause mushrooms, I don't consider to be negative in any fact. I've never had a bad experience. A bad, yeah. No, nothing, anybody, nothing, anything but like holistic or, uh, especially, being out in nature, that's something that's perfect for going down a float or something like that. It uh, just leaves you with a nice afterglow, no matter what, at least for me. So, yeah. And that fun. would that be like when when you do mushrooms, you usually microdose them, or are you talking about like possibly microdosing them if you were to continue to do them? At this point, I would probably just microdose occasionally um, just to see, because I've, I've always treated a lot of the drugs I do as an uh, experiment as far as psychedelics go yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. and i'll uh, monitor very closely the um, intake as far as how much i'm doing uh, the method of intake whether it be like edibles or uh yeah you gotta watch it with those too yeah edibles will sneak up on you real quick oh yeah (laughs) like yeah 
I just watched the Tom Segura special, and he was talking about that. Yeah. He gave his mom edibles, <laughs> and she kept I'd asking. Love for, to see my mom on edibles. <laughs> she kept asking for more because she's like, it's not working. <laughs> Wait for and, it, <laughs> and then she just got <laughs> just hit. Yeah, you gotta watch it with us. Yeah. He talks about you know who Joey Diaz is. Yeah, yeah their their friend Joey Diaz, who like just does like three hundred milligram. 200 milligram edibles like at a time he's a big guy but still Which i get it but yeah that's uh that's a, like ollie I'll, I'll, I'll be sleeping no yeah like <laughs> like how many how many grams are milligrams in a gram is it 100 or i guess i should know this but uh because i'll usually take if i'm uh, doing mushrooms I'll probably eat about an eighth like three and a half grams something like that um if i want a good trip but i'm not a huge guy do you spread it out or do you eat it all at once all at once gobble it down and i don't dilute it at this point i've done them so much where i think i have kind of pavloved myself into they taste good like they don't normally taste they taste like shit yeah (laughs) for most people but i've done them so much i know what they're gonna lead to and it's like i know okay fuck it like let's go yeah just chew them up well even like uh it's been more recent like specifically psilocybin has been proven to help with certain mental illnesses such as depression specifically depression and uh yeah my doctors even like brought it up like as something like that we might see as a thing in the future um getting highly believe it getting legalized and yeah obviously at a microdose level because they don't want people just Doing it to get high. Um, it's one of those things that does kind of reset your brain's router. Uh, it's kind of an analogy I make for it. Where yeah. It uh, turns it off and back it on. Gives you a chance, especially being out in nature. Super holistic. It uh, makes you, gives you a further appreciation for life. You see how like deep nature can be. It's a perspective thing. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of people have done it. And my, when I was... Uh, when I was using different substances, I was always scared because I had one friend who had a really bad experience, and okay. I was like, "I was like, okay, I don't want to be that guy." No. So no, I, I was and, like, uh, "I'm sure you've heard it before, but it's huge about the set and setting you're in." And like, it was it was a weird setting. Yeah, he yeah. was it was a group of friends, and like I wouldn't want to go to a concert. I mean, I will still, uh, but I wouldn't want to go to one on mushrooms. I would rather be out camping floating down a river like i said with like uh, a couple people maybe and yeah. not like a huge couple people that you're you know that you're cool with in their shell like, yeah. yeah otherwise you don't want to, the one jackass oh you're on mushrooms <laughs> or what's going on <laughs> you know fuck that. you don't want that yeah <laughs> no. i couldn't imagine going in public and doing that acid uh, that's <laughs> that's concert drug <laughs> like, yeah that's uh, a well that's always been like that yeah but it wouldn't uh wouldn't be pleasant because I've never had a bad trip. I've had bad little moments, but uh, there were things where, but it wasn't. I'm gonna take a breath, and uh, I know this will pass, and we're gonna go on to whatever's next. And it uh, you gotta have a good mindset, uh, and it does. I mean, uh, even when you get in those scary moments, probably just natural life too. When you get in those either depressive or whatever moments, you take a breath, know that it's temporary, that'll move on and go from there. Yeah. And also, like, the reason you're doing them is not necessarily, like, I'm trying to run away from something. Yeah. I think that's a big thing, like, with, like, people that are, like, more addictive and addicted to things. Uh, they're looking for that escape. Yeah. Like, they'll just do anything. Like, oh, yeah, I'll do the mushrooms. I'll do the acid. I'll do it both at the same time because I just—I think I could call that hippie flipping or something like that. Yeah, he's like hippie flipping. Yeah, maybe that's MD because I do not like reality. And <laughs> see, um, I, uh, it, you're exactly right. It's a perspective thing where uh, it's—if you use it to get more in touch with yourself, it's great. Like uh, that's why I think mushrooms is getting studied more and more for like PTSD, for depression, and stuff like that. Oh yeah, PTSD is another one. Yeah. Because it's been illegal so long, they uh, same with marijuana, that they never really had a chance to do any long-term studies yeah. until just how many you know, years ago, a couple years ago, that it started getting legalized, like Colorado and 
Uh, what, like Washington or Oregon or something? I don't know. But Oregon, I believe. And I've also, another one is ketamine. I, uh... I, what's your, what's your uh, ketamine. perspective on that? It's more, it's like slightly hallucinogenic coke. Like, uh, where... So it gives you a, it's an upper kind of... Yeah, it's, uh, well, depending on how much you do, I guess. Because I've seen, uh, what is it called, like a K-hole? Or yeah, the K-hole, people, people get stuck, yeah. Because um, I've never had, I don't usually do straight ketamine, or I never had, but that's one I kind of forgot. Um, a friend of mine always does what's called a party mix, where it's half Coke, half ketamine. And, uh, Whoa. That, uh, it kind of, they kind of balance each other out in a uh, weird little way, but once you've been doing, like, once you do a couple eight balls and uh, at the end of the night, it's just you don't you can't think anymore, and that's yeah, that's yeah, K hole, K hole, yeah. But I but there is actually like clinics for ketamine now. Um, that's actually been more progressive than mushrooms is like coming behind that. Yeah, uh, which I've never uh, I've never been to one, but I would be curious to see as far as what like the the intake, how they uh, deal with it as far as... I'm assuming it's like extended release type of... Yeah, I had a uh, I had a guest on the podcast, Dan Bush, actually. Oh, really? Uh, and he's been doing ketamine therapy for, I would say, a couple years now. And he goes like every few weeks or something, like every couple weeks. And literally, it's like an IV. Okay. And he just trips for an hour. And, uh, again, resetting the router. Yeah. He just resets. (laughs) And then he, he kind of goes in there with like what he's going to, he kind of has like a therapy session with himself. Cool. Is how he, how he explained it. Yep. That's awesome. And there's also, um, other ways to do it too. There's that way or there, you can take it like they dose you. I don't know how, if I believe it, I believe it's nasally. Okay. Like through the nose and. Then you actually have a therapy session with a therapist. That would that, be super effective, I bet. <laughs> yeah, because so, you kind of, uh, well, it's kind of like an ego death type of thing. Like your guard's down more, so you're willing to open up more. Way more receptive to Yeah, the... and um, the problem with those two things, because I've actually considered the one with the therapist, because I was like, I don't know, the other one seems more like... Better to have a guided... Yeah, I'd rather have like the guide... Um, yeah. In case something happens or whatever, too. Well, obviously, somebody would be there if you were, you know, at the clinic. But, um, yeah, guide as far as my thoughts, though. Because my brain could just be like, (laughs) who knows? Spiral out. Yeah, it could spiral out. It's the unknown factor of it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, the thing about that is it's pretty expensive. That's the problem. Most insurance companies aren't really on board with that yet. I could see that. Yeah. (laughs) It takes a while for... um, yeah, don't get me started on insurance. I work with insurance, and I've seen the how bad it is. Uh, it's <laughs> that was my first job. I worked uh, for about a decade in uh, medical insurance billing. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, and uh, I filed. I basically did all the um, disability, or claims. it was everything from. Uh, it was mainly lab work, uh, pathology, okay. and uh, stuff like that for Metropolitan Medical Lab, which they're kind of defunct now, or the Quad City Pathologist Group. I want to say like Genesis took them over at some point, or, or LabCorp or something. Okay, but uh, yeah, it's insane. So that was, was a regular gig for you for a while. That was my very first job at like sixteen to twenty six. I want to say I worked there for about a decade. Gradually worked my way up to uh, council lead or whatever. I was like the second in command in the office or whatever. And uh, but we were filing, or I was filing like I'd say on average per month, like between one and five billion dollars worth of claims and just the percentage payout was like they might pay 20 percent of everything it was it was atrocious and like the calls you would get from people like who need the surgery or they need this or that and shit would be getting denied by their insurance left and right either private insurance medicare medicaid whatever it uh it fucking it's heartbreaking it's very it's very heartbreaking yeah i've seen it yeah with prescriptions, with the uh, hospital visits. Most of the time we would tell them, uh, call your doctor, have them change the diagnosis that's submitted under. Um, because the diagnosis, they have like a payable list of codes that they'll pay under for diagnosis. And a lot of the times, depending on the doctor, they'll have some wiggle room on what their like 
if it's diagnosed as depression or if it's diagnosed as like whatever um depression adjacent like um yeah major something. depressive disorder yeah depending on just a slight little change in diagnosis that's all it needs a lot of the time for some companies to pay out and that's uh, so that's something people should always check out if that's an option if things aren't paying with your insurance like find out a list or find out from your doctor or somebody what are the payable codes that they would pay under and let's see if we can work the doctor into getting that code on there instead yeah because you can refile claims and resubmit yep. them totally if they've been denied yeah I actually learned recently that I can go back because my psychiatrist is not in my insurance network. She's out of network, so I've just been paying her because I've seen her for a long time, and I didn't want to find a new one because that's a huge pain in the ass. And uh, we developed a good relationship, and she's also, and she's really cool. She's looking into more like holistic, and like she's learning more about like more natural stuff. I wish I really appreciated her for doing that and knowing that, and but. And she also is, knows that, you know, I'm an addicted person as well. So we're on the same page there. Oh, yeah. uh, so we're, uh, but I've been trying more like supplement type stuff that are like more like herbal sup- pup- supplements and things like that. Have you noticed any uh, change or effect as far as? Uh... Yeah, like less, less side effects. Tr- cool. Like uh, more, more energy. Um, not a whole lot more energy. I'm working on that. Like, um, my dependency on caffeine is, is something I really need to work on. Guilty. (laughs) Oh yeah. That one I'm never, no, I'm not going to (laughs) try. Yeah. That one. I don't even know if I want to try either. It's just like, (laughs) at least for a bit. Yeah. That's a, that's a real tough one. Um, but yeah, I just found out recently she's, I was talking to her, uh, about, you know, yeah, I, I I would like to see you more often, but it's it's pretty expensive. And um, she told me that one of her other patients also had a network, and she takes you know the the bill and submits claims manually through the insurance company. Even though it's out of network, they still pay for a percentage of it. Hey, cool. Good. And I'm like, ooh, I have multiple <laughs> that I can send in. I'm like, you guys. Nice. So I'm gonna work on that and getting some getting some money back for that because that's going to be huge cuz yeah those uh especially psychiatrists therapists are expensive but psychiatrists are even more expensive cuz they're the ones that can, pres- can actually prescribe. prescribe the meds and mm-hmm. went to way more school and uh well not way more school more school depending on your therapist I've had therapists that are doctors they're just not they just can't prescribe medication but I was a roadside therapist for a while that was a weird experience Roadside uh, therapist? So, uh, you familiar with the Peanuts comic strip? Yeah. Like, uh, they had, what was it, Lucy set up a little yeah. psychiatry booth for five cents. So, I went and built one. Um, this was like probably five, six years ago. Okay. Like and I would set it up just in different places around the Quad Cities, different streets, corners. Dude, that's a great idea. It was uh, fascinating, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> the. Uh, That'd the be stories, a great idea for me to do for this. That actually, yeah, it would be. Uh, yeah. The stories I heard from complete strangers just blew my mind from uh things that people that don't have anybody else really to talk to uh, a lot of the time too yeah because uh, therapy is expensive as fuck yeah sometimes people just need someone to just yep. dump and uh no i know and i love talking to them because i mean they tell me stuff like about their children that died when they were very young or yeah. uh, their addictions their spouses abusing them beating them yeah. things that i would have never guessed like just walking up to somebody on the street corner but they needed somebody to tell us it to and so it was a really it was a heartbreaking but also like i'm glad that they were able to get that stuff off their chest you know yeah there's actually uh i've seen people online uh you've heard of the website fiverr yeah yeah where you can get like uh Rain- basically five dollars for whatever yeah <laughs> it's not usually five dollars but yeah that's the starting point okay. but uh where yeah somebody will do like a like a logo for you or it, you know, all kinds okay, of different services for anything. For anything. Like, okay. And there is uh I think it's called, uh, I could be wrong, but it's some type of listener, like an active listener okay. where you basically, somebody pays you like, like they, like they pay a therapist, but they don't pay you for your opinion. They pay you just, just to listen. Hey, that's, that's all a lot of people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Where like people charge like, 
anywhere from like 30 to 50 bucks for like an hour. And you literally just like that's a pretty good game. <laughs> like, yeah, sit there for, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that sounds like a great idea, but I like the idea of uh, how long did you do the the setup thing? Was it just like a short term um, thing I that you wanted up, to try as an experiment? Yeah, I set it up uh, one. It was only really one year, uh, one summer. Like I set it up out front of uh, Theo's when it was still there over in Rock Island mm-hmm. uh, down. They're reopening. Are they are? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know uh, if they're going to call it Theo's, but they're redoing it. Right on. There, um, I set it up outside, like, the West End on a corner, um, over kind of like, like High V. Um, and there was, like, two or three other places, but it was really just kind of one-off, and I documented everything, but I didn't, like, keep anybody's name or, like, give anything away. That, But it, I was just documenting it because I thought it would be interesting and fun, a uh, little experiment. Yeah. So you documented, like, video documented it? Just uh, just writing. Like, I would oh, keep pretty detailed like notes a journal? of everything. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah, because I do it, like, down to the minute. Like, 501, uh, weird couple drove by, a kid in the back stared at me. 502, like, guy came up, talked about his meth addiction, uh, and child that died when they were three. Uh, five, like, yeah. So I documented it very specifically just to share it. And it was, uh, it like I said, blew my mind. This thing is people... Uh, we're ready to share because hey, they uh, needed to get it off the chest. So, what is the uh, what did it did you mimic like what they did on the, on the peanuts? Like, kind of, I did. Uh, I was like, hey, five. Well, everybody, I did charge everybody five cents or whatever they had in their pocket. Like, yeah, a couple of people drove by, gave me a dime or whatever. And, like, yeah, uh, most of the time it was just people would see that booth, that iconic, you know, five cent the therapist is in. So, you mimicked it. Yeah, okay. and they drive by and just laugh their ass off. Or like, this is hilarious. <laughs> is this real? That was most of it. Like, yeah, are, you, are you serious here? Are you? What's going on? <laughs> Do you want to be serious? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm sure a lot of them thought I was crazy, but uh, yeah, eh, maybe I am. <laughs> That's a cool idea, though. I like it was. That. It was fun. I know. Do you that. still have like, it? I uh, I burnt it. Uh, oh, it, you burned it because it got so mangled, and I was driving this old piece of shit. Uh, oh, it got mangled from moving that. it around. Yeah, because I'd pack it up, and I was talking about building a new one, but uh, eh, never got around to it. But might revive it someday, dude. I would help you build that. That'd be fun. That'd be cool. Like, because uh, I was actually talking. Um, yeah, because I was talking about reviving it not too long ago, and uh, getting a few like a cast of people, a few different people that could run. I know, yeah, like Kitty Bardot was interested, and a couple other. Uh, Oh, I, so I would do it. That'd be awesome because it is, uh, like I said, it's it both heartbreaking but really inspiring and uh, basically made me feel fucking both <laughs> both horrible and uh, awesome. So it made me feel a lot. I don't know. Yeah, I, I it's can't. good to feel whether yeah, it's bad. whether it's good or bad. I mean, it's good to feel and not be numb. You know? Yes. Yep. There's a lot of people that are just numb. I'm trying to keep the episodes right around an hour just because i'm not joe rogan because i haven't been on it was i was on shane's i was on uh steve jennings uh um, i didn't know steve had a podcast that's not, i don't think he does it anymore no because uh, this was it had to be about two years ago maybe more like it was a while ago do you know Devin? Devin weiss uh yeah i haven't seen him for a long time yeah he doesn't I do comp super well he doesn't do comedy well him and him and Stevie were the first people I knew to ever do a podcast around here. And it was like 10 years ago. Damn, okay. It was called The Good Sirs. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I do recall that now. <laughs> yeah, and I they had me on for an episode because I knew Devin because he worked at Jimmy John's with me. Oh, right on, okay. Yeah. I just remember him from doing comedy because yeah. he, uh, he didn't, he was at the speakeasy doing comedy for a while when I like first started. Yeah. I remember, right? But then, uh, I don't know if he just, it wasn't, he didn't do comedy anymore. It wasn't for him, but I haven't seen him around for the comedy scene at least. For well, he's very busy. He's involved, uh, him and Dan Bush yeah. have a couple businesses together. So yeah, yeah, and he's a family it. man, got a kid, you know? Yeah. Right on. But he was, oh, he was always hilarious. Oh, he's <laughs> that's gr- why I miss him. <laughs> like, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Years he's ago. super funny. I, <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, People, I, I'm pretty sure Steve. So is Dan. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're both really funny. Yeah, and they've been told that they're, uh, yeah, they've been uh, encouraged to come back. So it'd be nice at some point, maybe yeah, for alternating currents or something. One of these times, uh, maybe they'll get inspired to to come back. That'd you never cool. know. Yeah, 
I don't know when when I talked to Dan about it, he was like, "I did it. I'm done." <laughs> See, I haven't done comedy for uh, I don't know. It's it hasn't been, been that about, long. Not two or three months. Yeah, like that. I just and I'm not. I didn't quit. Quit. I just uh, have other again priorities and been busy as fuck. And if I wanna, if I wanna do it, I wanna actually you know take it seriously. Like rehearse, not fucking just read off. I'm the phone. always reading off my phone because I my memory shit. And hopefully, quitting will improve that a little bit. Yeah. It will. It should. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. Well, I appreciate it, man. I'm glad you're able to make it on and glad we were able to record on a Tuesday. Yeah, this was fun. And it's the 69th episode, by the way. Nice. So that's fun.